sick, but I'm into you Let's drop to that the shit, maybe a sheet or two Heart throbbing out my chest like Tom and Jerry Picture us in the garden of eating, eating berries Your touch is electric, leaving you is scary If we break up, I'm pandering to you like Ben and Jerry's And that may have went all over your head Call me Mr. Underhill, photo baggers with the dreads Yeah, I'm weird, but I digress, don't dress to impress Pull up to your thin crocs, stick you out the house finesse On the verge of destruction Headed to my doom Existential dilemma Bought on by the sh You got bunions on your feet For running through my mind Stacial head and texture like an onion It should be a crime And it's a blessing from the universe I pass the line Yeah, we bump past from time to time That's your zodiac signs Netflix and chill Then somebody clack Partner in crime See a lick still my slide And I know you down the ride If we on hot Put over by the feds You the type to help me hide we gon' keep it free, body till we 63 And on the beach get fined for indecency Public enemies, PDA, yes please Barefoot, stepping on these haters next like Millipede I'm not desperate but you more than a pastime You independent but I be your shepherd Just a pastime, free in the pasture Cause we both black sheep This song for you, hope you play this on repeat now I'm feeling champagne, swerving down at 66, bumping Prince Purple Rain. Almost had an accident, couldn't stay in our lane. Road to fame wasn't easy, it was pleasure and pain. Real racks to riches story, we was up, fixer upper, offer, upper, and a down, and no appetite for supper. Even when we was distant lovers, and I was crashing in that cup, but I had to suffer. I was so down bad, didn't even have a cover, but you was there in spirit, kept me warm, we had each other. We ain't got much time left, but let me reminisce While I take my last breath About our thefts, about our quest How we moved to the west without a penny to our name And still found success I'm running out of things to say I know you like dark humor I'm trying to take your breath away Now I'm zoning out, finna lose sight Hold my hand, let's take one last trip But this time we'll be light But this time we'll be light But this time we'll be light Welcome back to the Treehouse Show. Let's get it. You just listened to Wanderlust by yours truly. You are tapped into, listen, we rebranded. You are tapped into the Trillist Podcast Universe. We still chill, but now we trill because now we, we added that authenticity and that integrity to oh, it. Yeah. So we the Trillist Podcast in the universe. Um, and yeah, what can I say? Today, we have an extremely special guest. We have someone who is overcome a lot of trials and tribulations we have you know just a potent mes message for young men about overcoming obstacles about you know dealing with bottled up repressed emotions and trauma and just really you know coming back from that sunken place and and transforming your life into something that is valuable not only to you but to your community um we have someone who's i've really looked up to and has really just motivated me to just push myself you know, in, in multiple ways. And I'm just grateful. For, you know, thank you for coming here, Kai. Thanks, Kami. Hell yeah. Thank you. I mean, this is my first podcast. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, like, introvert. But, uh, like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm really... I appreciate you for straight. having me such a, like, a welcoming place. You know, like... Um, Listen, um, the vibes are here yeah the <laughs> you vibes know? are here the vibes are here i love the food i love the energy thank you bro 
like seeing your seeing your journey too really pushed me. Like man, I see you from where it was to how it is now. It's just dope, bro. Man, that means I a see, lot. I see, I see, I see. You know? No, even even you coming here, you know, yeah. and and you talked about getting uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, off off record, we talked about that. What what are what are some what are like a few things that you know kind of before you did it, you were kind of tiptoeing about it, like or you kind of were scared to do it, but then afterwards, you know, it ended up being so much more than you thought it was. What yeah. are some things in your life like that? A lot, honestly. Like um, as a kid, I was just always kind of like. I don't know, being different, I was always just kind of, like, messed with a lot. Um, I had a lot of anxiety issues. Like, I was I was always so focused on what people thought of me rather than what I wanted to do, you know? Like, I didn't really... I had too, too much anxiety joining sports in high school. And, um, like, the topic you were talking about, like, fighting, man, that really gave me the confidence I needed for myself and made me a better person, you know, and like gave me discipline. At first I was like, you know, I, I don't, it, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of courage for me to do something. And just, I don't know, like I'm pretty, I mean, I can socialize like if, if like I know you, but like I'm kind of, I'm pretty introvert, you know? So I'm just kind of like, it takes a while for me to just kind of settle in but definitely once i got my foot into fighting that shit helped me a lot with a lot of built-in aggression mm. a lot of stuff i really didn't know i had mm. until i was just really like i would just really like what's, what's that word called just kind of self-reflect you know mm. what in particular about fighting you know, because fighting does a lot of things for people. Yeah, yeah. You know, it helps it helps their cardio. Yeah. It helps their, it, it kind of gives them like a grittier mentality. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know, it's different for everybody. So what, what are like some specific things in fighting that kind of help you come out of your shell? So definitely confidence. You know, at first training, uh, training towards something, you, you always gonna, you always got to start out some, somewhere, you know. And then like what you were talking about earlier, you just got to keep doing it. You know, so that really showed me like, uh, practice makes progress mm. and when you start seeing yourself like wow man, I'm actually improving you know and like my shells I'm just trying to like when you're having fun that I feel like when I have fun mainly I get out of my shell you know um, and also just like I was always big as a kid I was always the fat kid like you know I would always like that's the main thing I'd have anxiety to I was bullied and say for being big and uh being in shape and like it's different like when you have to work out to lose weight that's when you don't really got that much motivation but when you're seeing results and like you know you're getting better that's when you got the drive of like man i just just want to keep going you know and like i always had a lot of self-doubt in myself um i always had problems of like trying standing up for myself I'll just hold it in, you know. So, How did that make you feel like holding it in? <clears throat> I just I don't know. I just always I'd bottle it up and then I'd well, I don't know if I curse it. And then uh, of course podcast y'all. So shout out Gartasia. I'm sorry, James. You are gonna have to do a lot of editing. Yeah. <laughs> shout out Gartasia. This is my first podcast. Peace and so, love. You know, as you can tell, I'm still kind of like 
in my show. Now you're doing really. great. It's authentic. Yeah, yeah. That's what the treehouse is all about. But yeah, man, it really, um, it really helped me get out of my show, and just have more confidence in myself. And as what we were talking about, all that built-in rage, like punching the bag, you know, that helps a lot. And it was a healthy way of me to. Like, I didn't even know I needed it, you know? Like, if it wasn't for that, I would just be thinking, like, man, I just have problems myself. You know, like, I wouldn't, I'd still have that inner, inner aggression. I never really knew I had, you know? Or, like, sometimes I blame myself for, but, you know? Mm. Yeah. No, it's a, it's, it's a vicious cycle yeah. of... Being in situations yeah. in which you feel like you have no control over and then blaming yourself. Yeah. And then it compounds over time. Yeah. And, and it brings you into a position of resentment. Yeah. And, and resentment is the worst place you want to be. For real. Even anger. There's levels to it. Even yeah, there's anger levels has to this it. Yeah, yeah. Anger is better than resentment. Yeah. Because at least when you're angry, it's a it's an outlet. Anger is just like crying. Yeah. But they're the same. Because yeah. what does crying do? People. That's why, like, when people cry, you know, I never like tell them stop crying. I never tell yeah. them let that. it out. Keep crying. Yeah, let it. It's out. good. Yeah. Let it out. Yeah. Let it out. We have the society that you hear a baby crying. He's like, stop. You want to tell him to yeah, stop yeah, crying? Sure. And that's the, let's, let's be real. That's really to make you more comfortable. Because yeah. you feel uncomfortable when other people. Yeah, cry. when other people are crying. So you like. try to tell. So it's almost selfish to tell people to stop crying. Yeah. Because it's like no, they want to cry. Or you're telling them not crying because you want it. Because it's kind of awkward when they're crying. Yeah, yeah. Because you just you don't really know what to do. You don't know what to do. So like, yeah. becoming more mindful. Right is 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 realizing that not everything is about you. Yeah, and 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 being yeah. able to switch, to go from instead of reacting and going off an of instinct, they're like, oh wait, okay, they're crying. That's not about me. How can I ask myself the right questions so that I can be there for them right now? Yeah, yeah. I don't know how we got here. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but still useful. Yeah. Uh, but going back to um. So yeah, the anger, right? Yeah, right. Anger. The anger and the resentment. So anger is better because it's it's an outlet. Yeah. Whereas resentment, it's like bottled up. That was you know exactly. I didn't even know what resentment was. Mm. I was just you know I didn't even know what anxiety was. What did it feel like? Like what's what's going through your head when you're in that state? Like what's just the mental health like of being in that state? I don't know, man. Like you know, toxic, toxic culture. Like from like toxic asian culture mm. um, expound on that like i have a lot of asian friends like i have shout out mike you feel me they, yeah. they kind of glance over it and i yeah. i can i kind of like relate it to like yeah it's just i'm kind sure of like i'm sure every culture. culture has like you obviously you know the common ones you obviously got to respect your elders no doubt you know i respect my elders but biggest thing is like you can't really say your opinion mm. or if you say your if you say your opinion that's talking back you know mm. or like you just not or you just can't even you can't even um what's that word? you can't even like my bad <laughs> you can't even mm. like um yeah like talk back or like even try to express what you were trying to say like you you just have to keep quiet mm. and then that's what's bottled in or like at times I was talked down a lot, 
you know, for like, yeah, I was just talked down to a lot. And then I don't know. Were you compared to other people? Yeah, I was compared. I was the only child. So why can't you be like your cousin? He's doing good in school. Why can't you be like this? Blah, blah, blah. And then it was just, I don't know. Like over time, I thought being a kid, you don't know what affects you, you know? But over time, like, man, that shit adds up. And like, yeah, that's that's one big one for me is you can't even you can't even represent what you're trying to say mm. in a way or like they're all if you're getting talked down on it's only their perspective you know i'd get in trouble for stuff i wasn't even that i had no yeah no control over like back when i was like when i had like a dad when i was a kid He'd get, I'd, I had constant nosebleeds for some reason. Mm. And he'd get mad at me for it. He'd flick my ear. Like, yeah. I'd get in trouble for a lot, for a decent amount of stuff that I had no control over. And then seeing his rage, I just kind of took it in. And then I kind of see how back then when I would rage, I was like, man, I'm, I'm him. You know, like, so much goes, like, it's, it's just a chain reaction. Like, for parents, y'all got to think about what y'all do around your kids, not even to them, but around them, too, because that is a long way. Wow. Yeah. I was actually, um, thanks for sharing that, yeah. by the way. Um, and I know it's hard to just share something like that, because it's, it's just so personal, and it's like, you know, it's easy to think that, like, you're alone, Yeah. you know, and it's like you're the only one going through it. But I was, I was watching a YouTuber, um, shout out Hamza. We got to do a podcast one of these days. Um, but yeah, he was just talking about like the trauma in his family. Yeah. And he was talking about how he has a, a, a like similar Asian upbringing. Like, he's like Indian. Yeah. But this is all the culture, like just immigrant culture, you know, yeah, just, yeah. you know, work hard, respect, keep your head down, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and his older, he's like the youngest, but he's like, he was, he was seeing how like, even he had it bad, but it's yeah. worse with the older ones. Yeah, I bet. So like his older brother, his, his and his father was like abusive and stuff. His, his crazy thing is his father actually calmed down. Yeah. But now the older brother, uh, yeah. is becoming even worse than his dad. And he, yeah. he's, he was saying how like like they calmed down, but they don't realize what they did to their kid when they were you know. In but the now heat it's of it. yeah, it's and it's like yeah, it's like the damage has been done, you yeah. know. And it's like now the son is like is even worse off. Yeah. Because of it, and and like but and did it you was, blame him? And that's the yeah, thing, and, and, like, and the messed up part of the story is like, it's his brother, and he was talking about he's afraid his brother might commit suicide, and it was really personal yeah. because he's like he sees his brother just going down this path yeah. of blaming himself, but he's he basically become so he's basically become guarded and like just like his dad, and like he's he's taking too much too much concern mm -hmm. into like he's basically coveting people, and like he he found this girl that he loved. And like he's saying, like she's his everything. Yeah. And like his brother, his brother's like really enlightened. You yeah. Know? He's like the successful one in the family, but he's seeing like the same cycle play yeah. out, and like he could easily see his brother like taking his own life if things don't work out because he's so sensitive. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just, it's crazy, and it's like, and I want to go back to like, you know, you mentioned earlier off record how like you know the eating thing mm. was like big, like you know that's like a sign of like wealth and like yeah, you know, yeah. affluence. But another aspect I, I was thinking about it, I was like. You know, and, and just perhaps like just being kind of, I guess, being the butt of the joke or just kind of always being compared to others. Yeah. It's like an unconscious thing that happens in the, in the brain is like, you know, the bigger I get, maybe the less people will hurt me. 
Yeah. That's, that's something I didn't think about too. Like, w- would you say maybe that would be something too? Like that added to the eating disorder? Uh, maybe it, that makes sense. You know, the bigger I am, people won't mess with you. Cause like, obviously being bigger and stronger, you know, but, um, I feel like in the Filipino culture, like where I'm from, like, uh, any skinny baby, even if they were to be healthy, just even just seeing a flat stomach automatically think they're like, oh, they're malnourished, you know, Mm. like to them fat, like in the Philippines, if you're fat, that means you're wealthy. Obviously everyone wants to be, everyone wants the best for their baby. So they want them to be like, they make them look rich, make them fat, you know, just feed them. Like, obviously you don't want to, if your baby's hungry, you're not going to say no, you know, but they get used to that diet, unhealthy diet too, of just always eating. I mean, they got no control over it. You're the one with the control. So too much of something is bad. You know, you can't like, I feel like it feels good being able to, being able to like give like feed your your kid, you know, but you gotta know that too much can really fuck up their relationship with food too. Mm. If that makes sense, like uh, my grandma, she'd always be proud that oh I'm so big, I'm so fat and healthy. Like that, mm. if you hear that now, that's not fat isn't healthy, you know, but like. But then growing up, like at first, it's cute, you know, seeing a fat baby. That's cute. But growing up and like growing up, it's like, oh, don't waste your food. You know, like you got people struggling here. Like you got to finish your food to the point where it's like it's crazy because it's like the ones they're the ones that like kind of it's not their fault. I don't blame them. Like they just want the best for you. But like it'd be it'd be them feeding you looking big. They want you to be fat and healthy. But then when you get older and you're still big, they're like, oh, you got a problem. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm thankful with everything that I went through, like even bad or good, you know, I wouldn't be who I am now. But, uh, like, y'all got to stop making your kids fat. Because... <laughs> That'll mess with them too. Mm. And like I was I was drinking soda when I was a kid. Like, that's so bad, dude. That's yeah. so bad. I'd have Pepsi in my baby bottle. Oh my god. Like I'm sure that's a privilege, you know. Absolutely. But, but that's not good. That's a flex. Yeah. Even at, like you get the glass Pepsi bottles. Yeah, yeah. Or Coca-Cola or Sprite. A like, baby drinking soda, bro. Like you yeah. Living. Yeah, but that's bad, bro. It's just In reality, that's bad. <laughs> it's it's a combination of like poverty. And also, westernization. Yeah. Cause, cause before, like colonization, I'm I'm not sure if the Philippines was colonized. Oh, big, big time. Okay, right. Yep. Big time. So it's like before that, obviously there was still poverty. There's always poverty, yeah. but it wasn't like the unhealthy version where it's like, okay, now if I drink pe- Pepsi, that's good. That came from the West. Yeah. Cause there was no Pepsi in the Philippines before yeah, the yeah, West yeah. came. So it's like a lot of it is just like a lot of things happening to us that were outside of our control. But I like where you come in and say, you know, you're thankful for it. Yeah. You know, because that's what made you hurt. When did you get to that point where you, you became thankful of, like, the bad things that happened to you? Well, my grandpa passed away. You know, like, that was a really tough time for me. I, like, before that, I'm fortunate enough to not have lost anyone 
that close to me in like all of my 24 years. I'm 25 now, but that happened when I was 24. 25 gay. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, like I never, I know people die, you know, and like I couldn't really, I couldn't, oh, you can't speak for anyone that you haven't, you can't speak for any situation you've never been in, you know, and like I had a couple friends, like they got some loved ones that passed away. Like, man, that's, like, that's, you know, but feeling it, like, really hits different. Like, um, it just really makes you, like, it's so, it's so fast that you don't really have, it's not that, I don't want it to sound bad, like, you don't have a choice but to be thankful, you know? Like, um, back then when my grandpa passed away, when it, when it was just fresh, all I can think about was all the stuff I could have done. But that's gonna drive you crazy. All the stuff you could have done, that's just what drives you. Like, that's just gonna make you blame yourself, you know? And, like, shout out my, uh, shout out my girlfriend, Kayla. Swiper, no swiping. Um, <laughs> she was there for me a lot too, you know? Mm. Like, she was really, she was telling me, like, you gotta think about this stuff that I did do with him, you know? And like, I was thankful. He was strict, like he was, he was like an old fashioned, he was an old fashioned guy, you know? Uh, like, he was like me, that's where I kind of get my, um, he's not a man with many words, but when he talks, it's like knowledge, you know? And like, though he was really old fashioned, he would, he would never judge me. Like I, I got my nails painted, I dye my hair. He wouldn't, he wouldn't say anything. But at the same time, it's like, if my uncle was to do that, he'd be scared. Like he wouldn't wanna. He'd be scared of my grandpa. But mm -hmm. like for me, he never judged me. Like you know, like he was always there for me. Uh, when he saw I, something maybe. Yeah, he saw something in me. You know, he knew I'd work hard, and. Um, I like I knew he's getting I knew he was getting older, you know. And like I always wanted to do stuff, but he was the type he just didn't want to be a bother to anyone, you know. But um it still made me thankful. You know, cuz he went through a lot too, but he was still thank he was he was still he was still like the light in our family, you know. And um overall, like what really makes me thankful is like even though we've been through a lot, you wouldn't be who you are now if you didn't go through that. You know? So that's, I feel like that's a big part of being thankful too. Back then, I was more resentment. All I would do was blame myself. But now, win or lose, I'm still thankful. You know, that's powerful, man. Yeah. Like, I'm so, like, the question you said, losing someone was what made me thankful no matter what outcome. You know? Because, mm. like, what's a bigger loss, right? Yeah. Than, like, your own death yeah. or the death of a loved one? Yeah. I can't think of none. Yeah. No, like, car, house, none of that compares to, like, a loved one. Yeah. So, it, it makes a hundred percent sense what you're saying. Yeah. Of course, it would take the loss of pretty much a father to you yeah to realize that if i could turn that to something to good. something good yeah 
can turn anything. All of this is cake. Yeah, bro, thank you, bro, thank you. That's just my way my brain is working. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, that phase, that was that was my whole metamorphosis phase, like, during COVID. Like, I lost my aunt, too, during COVID. And that, that was, that was, like, the icing on the cake. Having on, like, damn near my birthday. And, like, um, I don't know, back then... I was the more, I don't know, I had a lot of phases in my life where I'm, I'm sure I was an asshole, a lot of pent up stuff. Um, and then I had like when I was making like raging music, just making screamo music. And then after that, when I guess I was still kind of aggressive, but like having all this death and stuff, it really changed me into just like, I'm just... I just kind of take a step back and look at things now, you know? Like, back then, I was pretty open-minded, but I feel like I'm I'm way more open-minded now, you know? Like, I can, like, I'm, I want to say I'm proud of who I became from all the problems and hardships I went through, you know? And, uh, yeah, that's where my metamorphosis came from. Like, I feel like I did see the light. Like, it sucks that I lost two really close people. See, I'd rather take mine than those two, you know? Yeah. But um, it really showed me to be thankful because that's all I really got. All I got is my mom. I'm thankful no matter what, you know? And that that's what helps me become present. Back then, always saying, like, oh, I'll, I'll hang out with my grandpa, blah, or, like, he needed to do groceries, I'll always push it over. I'll always, oh, I'm busy now. I'm, I'm smoking with friends or, like, you know? Now, experiencing death, I feel like it, it helps a lot at this age, too. Because if I was younger, maybe I would have took it a whole different approach. But I feel like I was at a pretty good age where it happened. Because if I was any younger, maybe... In my bad days, I, I could have came out worse, you know? So, um, it just really helped me become present. I live with him, you know? He'd make, he'd make breakfast. And, like, not a lot of people could say they, like, they're still, like, they live with their grandparents, you know? So a lot of people lose their grandparents at an early age. And, uh, that's what really helps me become present. Every time... I'm starting to feel my anger again. Like, man, I'm just getting frustrated. Oh, present. You don't wanna. You don't wanna have some bottled in stuff and then take it out on the wrong person, and then you don't know when they're gonna go. You know. And that's like our childhoods. Yeah. To an extent, it's like yeah. a lot of like. I was grateful that like my mom was really. She did the best she could. Yeah. And they, they, I feel like they all do the best they can, yeah. but just. The resources weren't out there. Yeah. There wasn't internet. Therapy wasn't really, especially in the black community, therapy. Yeah, like, just oh man gosh. up. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, that was the therapy. Like, stop. Yeah, man. No. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You want to cry? I'll give you a reason to cry. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's just, that's not it. Yeah. You know, it's like, that just makes people like, either become macho, super macho. Yeah. Which is like, that's toxic. Because it's like, that's not who you really are. Yeah. So it's like, now you're not only you know projecting a version of yourself onto others so that people never know the real you yeah or you end up hating yourself by being somebody that's completely has opposite values to like who you really are you're right bro 
you and, know and um, it's, yeah man i feel that you 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 definitely got that on the spot like man up you know yeah that's what it and was like you know, um, it's just... like being uh taking a step back from where i've like from how i was back then it really uh back then i used to hate i used to hate my dad <clears throat> all that stuff all this all the people that done me wrong but no one's perfect you know it's like maybe he's going through he was going through some i mean i i know in the older days it's way more toxic you know back then after other than blaming myself i'd blame others but from being in that thankful that thankful perspective of like where i am now like i don't i don't blame them you know maybe they're going through too no no that's like i feel like when parents get mad like it really takes it over on them but something needs to make them mad you know like obviously it's not just all the kid like i'm sure there's an outer factor and um like what you said about your mom they try their best to give you what they have but no one's perfect and that's what makes me still thankful even if i was getting yeah <laughs> yeah no no like um no I, I this is like such an important conversation to have and it's like it's like like, like i'm actually feeling like what's the word like relief talking about it yeah. cuz it's just it's something, you know, especially as men, we don't talk about a lot. Yeah. Like, we don't want to sound like a like, he's yeah, in yeah. his emotions. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that whole term is, like, toxic, too. But it's just, like, no, it's, like, w somewhere along the line, that became, like, negative to talk about your emotions. When it's, yeah. like, we talk about literally everything else under the sun. Yeah, but not emotions. Not emotions. Like, that's that's where we draw the line, yeah, you know? Yeah, and it's like, and, and it's really it's really fishy to me. And it's just, like, yeah, like you said, it's, um... Everybody has their their practice. Yeah. You know, I do meditation. Yes. Um, journaling. Hell yeah. Meditation works, y'all. You, yeah, so you, you've meditated? You've, you've meditated too? Yeah. I've been meditating. Like, I'm not... How's that going? It's pretty good, man. Like, um, it. I like doing it to start my day. I'm, I'm not an experienced medit medit like person that practices meditation, but I do at least five to ten minutes. It it really helps me be in the present, you know. Um, really calms me down, relaxes me. Uh, it helps me set my intentions, you know, throughout the day what I want to do. But uh, it also helps me focus. I don't know if I have ADHD, but like I I had, I do have trouble focusing, you know. But it helps me. There there's obviously a lot of forms of meditation, but um. When I meditate, I just like, I focus as hard as I can on one thing. And then it helps me as a person because I get, I get, um, I get distracted easily, you know? Like, it, so starting that with my day, uh, doing that in the start of my day helps me focus more. Mm. Yeah. No, no, that's, that's. You know, we need to really dial down. Yeah. On like and also visualizing. Mm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Go into visualizing. Go into that. Like I like training. So it, I meditate before I train. I like to visualize. Like I'm doing good. You know, like I got good form. 
my cardio is good. I'll, like, I like to visualize all the stuff I'm trying to go towards. You know, my cardio is not that good right now, but man, I got all the cardio I I need. Like, I'm like just manifesting it. You know. Mm. So so it's like you you don't see the journey. You kind of see like the when you're there. Yeah. You're there, like celebrating after that victory. Yeah. Or, like yeah. you're there, like on the fifth round, but like you chilling. Yeah. So it's like you don't look at the process while you visualize. Yeah. I also visualize the process, what I got to go through, prepare myself. I know I need to do this, you know. Just give my, like, almost prepping myself, like, you got to push yourself today, mm. you know. No, like, um, there's scientific evidence that backs it up. It's, yeah. it's, it's the brain. Visualizing, that's, you know, it's that's huge. a whole other thing. It's huge, and, and it's, it's a skill. Dude, I've That's got, what people yeah, sleep yeah, on. Yeah. People think it's like... Oh, my first time doing it didn't work for me. Let me stop. Yeah. It's a skill. It's Practice. a muscle. Practice takes progress. Everything you do is a muscle. People think muscles are just muscles. Yeah. Everything yeah. is a muscle. Your brain's a muscle. Your brain's a muscle. Your skin's a muscle, bro. Like, it's crazy. Everything is a muscle. And, like, even, like, concepts are muscles. Like, yeah. anything you want to get good at is a muscle. And it's, like, the gains. Yeah. You cannot measure... The amount of progress you want in that endeavor, yeah, by any in like that that point needs to be constantly moving. You should never yeah. have a fixed point. If I don't see results in X in amount day. of time, I'm yeah. stopping. Yeah. That is how you thwart your own yeah. success. You can't, is, you can't bike right away. You know, you need training wheels. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When when did you kind of realize that like this is gonna be harder? Than I thought because so you so you said you got into kickboxing yeah kickboxing you said you had like a family friend yeah who kind of um so what was that process of like okay I kind of want to take this serious because that's kind of what like I've always known you for is yeah, like yeah. the Muay Thai guy yeah you know yeah what I'm saying? yeah uh so my I started watching Ong Bak Ong Bak Warrior right? yeah that man, yeah, that man yeah. is crazy bro shout out Tony Jaw they don't make him like that anymore yeah. That man, that man is authentic, bro. That's crazy. But uh, I remember watching that, and then uh, as a kid, I was um, I enrolled in Taekwondo, and uh, you know, cause just cause I had weight issues, my mom wanted me to to be active. You know, it was fun. But um, I was such an early age still. Uh, I stopped after like three years. The only thing that really stuck with me was flexibility, if anything. But I mean, I still gotta work on my flexibility. But um, I never, I, I was on and off a lot, you know. Like when we met, um, when we first met, I like oh, injured boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like a hard rager, mosher, mm. and uh, I hurt my back at like a Cardi concert. Of all ways to get yeah, injured, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's honorable. Yeah, yeah, you know. But yeah, after recovering from that and like COVID happening, you know, everyone had more time to themselves. I started, I went back to Muay Thai and uh, like, it's fun. Like I, I had a friend that I actually got my gear from. He gave me my first gloves. He gave me the pads I had, all that stuff. That's love. And then, yeah, shout out him. And uh, shit, when you have it, it's like you want to use it, you know? And then, so I just started like, Practicing a lot of YouTube, practicing all that stuff. Um, so a lot of the Muay Thai was self-learned. Yeah, self-learned for the most part. 
uh, trial and error. I'll be looking back on videos I was making, like, bro. <laughs> but, you know, I was trying, you know. Training wheels. You can't be good right away. Uh, I was just training with my friends and stuff. Over time, I started getting better, you know, sparring and stuff. And then after a while of training and, like, I started sparring, comp like, amateur fighters. That's when I was like, damn. I was, I was like, humbled. I was like, damn. These are easy, bro. There's levels to this. Like, I was, you know, I wasn't thinking I was all that. But, like, I was decent, you know? Looking back at it now, I was like, man, I had, I had so much work I still needed. I mean, everyone always needs work they got to work on. But um, I knew it was going to be hard. When I thought I was decent at Muay Thai, and then I was sparring this amateur Muay Thai dude, he was slimmer, you know, nonstop head kicks, bro. Damn. Yeah. But it helped me, you know, our iron sharpens iron. Facts. Like, I didn't, when I started, I, I wasn't in a head movement right away, you know. I had to get hit a lot in the face to get better, you know. I, don't, I really didn't want to get hit. So you got to sharpen your, your reflexes and stuff. And um, it's I, I love it because it just really pushes you to be, it just pushes you. Everyone needs a push. If you can push yourself in that, you can push yourself in other situations, you know? Mm. Like, man, they make us do like two minutes straight of burpees. Oh my gosh. I, <clears throat> I couldn't even do burpees in the beginning. But like, if you can do that. But in the beginning, you're like this for two minutes. Mm. There's there's so much more you're holding yourself back on. You know? No, I feel that. Because if there wasn't an instructor to force me to do it, I wouldn't have done it. And I'd be like, I can't do that. But I did it. And then it's, it's just endless, man. That goes for anything. Mm. What? What are like... So before, I guess before we move on from... Because I still wanted to dial in on Muay Thai. Yeah. A lot of people enter it or enter a lot of things. Yeah. They don't see results right away. Yeah. Or they go through a phase. It's called beginner gains or newbie gains. Yeah. And I'm sure you've heard of that. It's like, yeah. it's the guy who knows freshman in college. You know, yeah. goes to the gym for six months. He Oh, he sees the results. Yeah. But then like he reaches a point of diminished returns where it's he, like. He plateaus. He plateaus. And it's like, you have a decent physique, but then it's like, eh, I'm, I'm doing the same amount of work, if not more. Yeah. But I'm getting not even a quarter of the gains I used to get. Yeah, yeah. Most people give up at that point. Most yeah. people say they don't even maintain, which is crazy to me. It's like, at least maintain it because like, you know, you may not be growing, but you're keeping it. Yeah. So they'll just stop doing it all together because they, 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 their whole motivation was 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 to get to a point. It wasn't. Dude, it wasn't. Was, the, they yeah. weren't falling in love with the process. They were falling in love with the outcome. Yeah. So I don't know if that's the case with you, but you've been doing it for a while. I still see Kai posting the reels. I still see Kai yeah. training people. I still see you feel me. You doing your thing. Appreciate. How you, did you? Not for real. Like I'd be like, damn, I got it. You feel me? Yeah. Time to put the gloves on. It's like, how? What obstacles did you face, and how did you overcome those and stick with Muay Thai? How did you stay consistent? Hmm. Getting my ass beat. Like when I was, I was all like, I'm not one to have an ego. Well, everyone has an ego, but I'm not one to look down on people and stuff. But when, when I'm starting to see my improvement, I'm like, damn, I'm getting pretty good. You know, it takes a lot for me. I don't like, 
I don't know. I don't like saying I'm good or like I don't know. I it's really humble. Yeah, you know. But like when I see it, like ooh, like you know, I'll be feeling good, you know. But when I'm at that when I'm at when I'm at that level, I'm like, all right, the people I've been having trouble sparring, I'm like, I'm like getting them now. And then I challenge another person, and I get my whooped. I almost have like a Vegeta, a Vegeta thing. Like, oh, how is like, <laughs> how is this possible, bro? Like, you know, this power like, level. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm in shock, you know. But it's like that's my ego. Like, I'm getting humbled, you know. Mm. I like it. Like, it that that's what gives me drive. I'm like, bro. Like, obviously the person that beat that that like just good as he had to get there too, you know. So it just makes me want to train even harder. Like, man, I could have got him there, and then he got me here. I, I'm gonna work on that now, you know. It's just like I've never done any high school sports, so this is like my. This is like my drug of like. I'm not, I'm not compete. I'm not competing with them, but it's like, it's like chess, mm. you know. It's like aha, boom, like you thought, mm. you know. So it's always gonna. You always wanna. I don't know. You all, especially with the person that like whooped your ass, you wanna make them go wow. You got me this time, like you know. Mm. So it's almost like, is it to prove to them that that that, that you can beat them? Because that that is a part too. Yeah, I mean, or or is it or is it to prove to yourself that you have what it takes? Mainly to myself, and also to get respect of others. You know, I'm not saying everyone. Like I'm not saying they're assholes about it. You know, but I feel like. Like, for me, if I was to spar someone that was a little newer, and then the next time we spar, I see him improve, kudos to him, bro. Good. You didn't stop. You know? I'd have more respect for him. Like, you you worked on the stuff you needed. Wow, good job, bro. You got me. Like, when you when we were, when we started sparring, bro, you kept jabbing me, bro. <laughs> you know? I wasn't, I'm not used bit, to yeah. taller. I'm not used to people, like, same at, height, same, height yeah. same length, you know? And I was, bro, you got a jab. You got a jab. I was showing you, and then you started jabbing me like that. I was like, "Jab!" <laughs> you was know? taking it easy on yeah, me, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's it's that drive, you know. Um, not it's not about trying to tell the person you're better than them, but it's it's almost like, hey, man, I'm willing to get better. Mm. You know, I feel that. Like I actually had like a um, <clears throat> so I spar with somebody. I think I seen, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said and. Um, we still cool and everything, but like basically, like does this ever happen to you? So like you think it's like a oh we just finished spar, but that person kind of tries to hard. kill you. Yeah, that's. So well, that's, how do you feel about that? Um, I'm not gonna lie. So I'm gonna say how I feel about that. I was like, well, you should have let me know, and because like when you already in it, you can't really back down. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like, bro, I thought we were friends. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm yeah. Like, that's that's a big. What do you think about people like that? Is it big, big is thing? Is that healthy? Is that them trying to push you, or is it that line of like, it's I want to show you? Like, I don't, know, I don't know how to judge. It. I don't know how to take it. It's that, it's the I don't know what that word is, but it's that competition in them. Um, I experienced that a lot. You know, uh, for me at least, I know how to control 
my power, you know, I'm not gonna go 100 at you. Cause I can, but I, I know how to go 100, yeah, yeah. but I don't cause yeah, I respect you, you and I know we're trying to learn. Yeah. Like When it comes to sparring, it's a mutual thing. You know, you gotta let, you gotta let them know they're going too hard. It needs, it's a mutual mm. thing. You know, you match each other. If he, if you're getting him, like I, I remember this one time, I'm sparring him, you know, I'm getting him a lot. They're getting frustrated. So then their punches are gonna be a little more harder. You know, I mean, when it comes to body shots, that's fine. But if they're trying to swing at you in the face, that's a whole nother thing. You gotta, you gotta stop it there. You know, yo chill. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, sparring. How it starts out like you're supposed to match each other's power, but if one person just keeps hitting harder and harder because they're getting frustrated, that's when you gotta like chill, bro. You know, um, I definitely experienced a lot of people like that. Uh. They get frustrated or like they don't want to seem like they're getting their feet. But we're sparring, bro. We're not fighting, you know? Yeah, that's definitely uh, that's definitely something. But if they keep mm -hmm. going, then that's when you got to set the time. You got to end it. Yeah. You got to. I remember this one dude. I kept telling him, like, yo, chill, bro. Like, I'm keeping him away. I'm. It's light jabs, you know? I'm keeping him away in my range. But then... Haymakers. Yeah, he was throwing mm -hmm. haymakers because... I was kind of like just in his face all the time. You get what I mean? I told him, yo, chill. Like, I'm obviously not hitting you that hard. Um, you don't got to throw hard, you know? It's like chess. You know, I'm doing that a lot. Work around it. Don't uh, break the rules. Yeah. I had a pawn yeah. moving diagonally. Yeah, That's yeah. how it works. Yeah. But if it comes to that point, you got to show your power too for them to get viewed. The respect you need, you know, but I definitely see that a lot. I see that a lot in, be, uh, like beginners almost. Like they don't know how to control their power, or they're like, oh, I'm, I don't know how to control my power. I think I told you about that. Mm. I can't. I don't want to get rid of my speed. Mm. So they're trying to hit you fast, but they can't control their power. Mm. Remember, I think we talked about. We that did right talk now. about yeah. that. Yeah, but you can you can still throw without. Put in power, you know, it. it's, you know, but yeah, that's definitely a big thing. There's, I mean, if it's like, if you're sparring, if you're both pretty like in a good level of like intermediate to like advanced, you see that less of that, you see less of that. But if it's a mutual thing, you're both going hard, then yeah, go crazy. You know, if it's a mutual thing, but if you didn't tell them, I'm going to start going hard and you're just kind of doing it, that's. That's bogus. That is bogus. Especially, yeah, that's bogus. Mm -hmm. No, I just wanted to hear your opinion of it. Yeah. I was kind of in the mode of like, well, I guess we are sparring. I kind of started to blame myself. Like, I guess, because I, I upped it too. So yeah. they upped it and I upped it. So I was like, was my approach good? Because now, yeah. now we're both, you That's know. fine. That's fine. But as long as you told, you got to set the boundaries, you know? Mm. Yeah, and then that fight only happened once. Because it's like, I'm not trying to continually do that all the yeah. time. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we still on good terms, but yeah, it's just yeah. like... But if you mention this, that's why I haven't sparred with you again. <laughs> like, I'm just being real. Like since we, I'm, that's why I haven't sparred with you because like, I felt like it was, you was going a little too hard, and I did yeah. match it. So that was my fault too. Yeah. But like, yeah, let's if we spar again, let's chill, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but I love you. You don't. Bro. You don't learn in hard sparring. Sparring is for. There's a lot of sparring. You know, I like my favorite. Uh, my favorite is technical sparring. You know, it's it's more of a mind game. Like, um, 
like boom i could have got him there like oh he got me because i was open there so now i'm going to set that up boom mm. you know you don't hard sparring can be essential but you can't do hard sparring first and then technical if you've been doing technical enough like for me at least this is this is my opinion if, you, if you've been doing technical enough and you've been perfecting your your craft and you want to and you want to be and you're willing to compete then yeah hard sparring because you got to see how it feels to be under that pressure you know mm. but if your first time linking up with someone don't first hard time. spar bro don't <laughs> spar <laughs> no no yeah. I, just thanks for like because i feel like if anybody could talk about it, it'd be you so i just yeah. kind of just want, i was even gonna ask you that off record but it's just good to know yeah. like yeah it's just like leave the ego at the door yeah. you know all that who you are I, I know how it feels to be like frustrated but that doesn't mean you should hit harder mm -hmm. that means you should think smarter mm -hmm. and this might be this might be me projecting too the person was smaller than me. Yeah. So I, I'm a little bigger. I'm taller. Yeah. Maybe people think because you're bigger and taller, they go a little harder. Because yeah. they think that, like, just because you're bigger and taller, I got to, like, like hurt yeah. you more. Like, yeah, to yeah. compensate. Yeah, but yeah. you're looking at it wrong, bro. Yeah. Like, we both here to learn. You know, it's like, even though I'm bigger and taller, my intent is not to hurt you. You yeah. know, so, so it's like, like... we're both trying to learn, you know? Because I've seen the most of that. Like, people who are more of my size, they be more chill a lot of times. But it's like, yeah. it's the little... The small. I don't want to say little people, but it's the smaller people yeah, sometimes. Yeah. They kind of overcompensate. And I'm yeah. like... You know, chill. it's like, lay back. Let's, let's come here to learn. Let's come here to help each other grow. Because that's what yeah. it's all about, you know? But um, speaking about just, like, transformation. So kind of going back. So, like, that's a big... A lot of people struggle their whole lives, yeah. you know, with like a body transformation. You know, uh, yeah. some people, you know, the 20s come around, 30s come around. It's hard. It's the, like, old, the older you get, it's, hard. it's definitely harder, you know. So but, like what, what, and this is off the record, but like what, what are some of the, the motivations? Like, because obviously, you know, you knew like, okay, I have an eating disorder. Yeah. You know? So that was the first thing, yeah. know, know, knowing the problem. Yeah. But how did you go about like deciding like okay i like what was the motivations of losing all the weight like were you trying to like impress somebody were you trying to just look better were you trying to be healthier like what was kind of going through your mind at that point so uh in high school i was actually at my biggest i was like 295 bro almost 300 pounds dude um a lot of people would say like i didn't look a lot of people would say that like that i didn't look as big as i was but it's because I was good at hiding it. You know, I would, I'd like, I'd always, I'm really self-conscious. I always got to like, oh, make sure you don't see my muffin top. I'd like tuck in my pants higher. I'd wear a loose shirt or like, you know, I'm really self-conscious, you know. Um, but if it like, you only see, a pers you only see yourself how you see, like, you know, only in your perspective, you know. But I remember see like, Ugh, does anyone did ever anyone ever like get a picture of you off guard? Yeah, I've been caught lacking. If it, I was caught lacking hard, bro, and I was like, bro, is that how people see me? Like, wow. Like they caught me lacking. Usually I'm like sucking in or like you know always, you know cause I'm really insecure. You can see, but uh, I was really good at hiding it, you know, but. I remember someone took a photo of me and I was lacking. And I'm like, dude, I look, I look big, man. And like five more pounds, I'm 300, dude. Like, 
it was hard for me to accept when I finally hit the 200 mark. But it's like, dude, we're like six something. It's normal to be 200. But when it almost hit the 300, I got to stop, bro. And it's like, shout out my friends, man. They're there for me. Um, they kept it up. They kept it. They, they helped me a lot. That I, that was in my pothead phase. So they would always go. So after school, they'd always go to the gym. And then after the gym, we would all smoke. That was literally the routine. In high school? Yeah. Some health things from high, for high school. <laughs> the only uh, people I know went to the gym were like the sports guys in high school. Yeah, like, they were, like my friend did soccer. Oh, okay. Other friend did basketball. So I was always kind of like tired, like, man, are you almost done at the gym, bro? I'm trying to smoke, you know? And they're like, dude, why don't you just come with us? So that became the routine. <clears throat> After school, we gym, and then we'd smoke. And then if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have lost 100 pounds in like less than a year, honestly. But what I'm going to tell y'all is, to me at least, it's easier getting there than maintaining. Because what you were talking about earlier when you're there and you see, like, man, I can eat what I want again, you know? I got the six-pack. I don't need no diet anymore. I'm going to just go crazy. Getting the attention from the girl. Yeah, I'm getting it, you know? Yeah. And then that's when it just, you go back. Honestly, I had, I probably had so many body transformations. It's crazy, man. Like, that's honestly my biggest one, losing 100 pounds. That's, that's, that's crazy. Um, But after that, you know, just from, like I said, it's easier getting there than maintaining, even though it is hard getting there. I had, I want to say I probably had like five more body transformations other than that. I was almost at 250 again. Two times, I almost hit 250. And then during COVID, my mom took a picture of me on the computer. and like, I had like a little little muffin top behind I had a little muffin top behind my arm I'm like man dude like I knew I can change it again but you know you gotta you gotta just build a habit again mm. but just know that you could always bounce back mm. no that's that's such a a lot of people are in that position where yeah. it's like okay they've achieved the goal that they've had for so long they, they got the body of their dreams you know the dream yeah. body and it's like huh, fall back into complacency right yeah but it's like there's a trend there's something at the source because like the body transformation is or like i don't want to say it but like the the being big is not the problem yeah it's it's the thing that got you to being big that's the problem yeah yeah right and it's like it's probably deeper than the food like did you ever uh see like what, what was the source of the eating disorder and obviously like you know we could say like the culture but like was was there like something that you found yourself leading up to? Because there's always like before it goes downhill, yeah. there's usually things that happen that lead, get you to that state. Yeah, you know, like or when you start lacking or falling off your regimen, usually yeah. it's like something happened. It's like what yeah. what was the trend that was happening? You know, during these periods of like oh oh of like yeah my my multiple body life man, you know um yeah life uh, I started so a lot of times I would just eat when I was bored. You know, uh, I would just be at the crib or like, like once a fat, per, like once a fat kid, always a fat kid. You know, I could eat a load right now, but it's just discipline. Speaking of eating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, I to cut you off, but the camp, the kombucha is in the fridge and I'm too lazy to get it out. <laughs> We're going to drink that after the camera's rolling. But yeah, like, oh, by the way, fun fact about these, you can eat these with the skin. I'm always. That's what I heard. 
I'm always open to new stuff, man. Thank you for showing me this. And My pleasure. You're the one that really pushed me to be more... Like, I, I've been really into, like, vegan veganism and stuff. But, like, raw vegan? That's some... I appreciate you, man. Mmm, that's good. Yeah, it's my, actually my first time trying it. I didn't expect it to... The skin actually tastes edible. This skin? Yeah. I feel like the skin is what gives it the extra... Extra sourness. Yeah. And also, like, tang tanginess. Like, you mm. know they do that, though. On food. But yeah. Um, habits. Bad habits. Uh, when you're bored. Yeah, when I'm bored, I eat. Or, like, family party, I eat. Or, like... I had a lot. I had, I had some dark stages in my life. Like, uh, let's talk about that. I was addicted to Xanax. Where did that addiction? You said you were listening to Lucky. Yeah, like I mean, I don't blame him, but like I would just Lucky. Like, <laughs> 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 God damn it! Why you had to talk, talk about Zans? <laughs> uh, Zans definitely cheaper than weed. What? Yeah, it's like well, you get like five five for one, and one would make you good for the whole day, you know. Uh, I didn't have a car back then, so I was always taking CTA, and I figured, why not? I'll take one to enjoy my trip, <laughs> you know. And then it just it started just habits influence the future, so it just started. I would just do a lot of subconscious stuff, like I'd be waiting. I'd find myself, at, I got out of school, I pop a Zan, to, uh, when I take the train home, all that stuff. You ever play GTA? Mm. Which one? Uh, what, the, like the newest one? Like, you know, I play San Andreas in like a little bit of four. But you know how, uh, in the new one, you can change characters. Mm. And then when you change characters, you like resume into, into the situation they're doing. One day, bro. I was off the Xanax, and because you black out from that, Hell that's, yeah. just, that's really scary, bro. Like I'm, I'm thankful I didn't do anything fucking. You're crazy. thankful to be alive, man. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have taken Xanax and woke up in jail just from blacking out, and that's just so crazy, man. And um, I remember one time, I so I, I was waiting for the bus, finish school, I take it, cause why not? It's like it's gonna be an hour long commute. I'll do it. Next thing you know, I black out. I wake up in the middle of trying to steal a bike. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> and then, like, bro, like, and then I, like, I literally wake up in the middle of trying to steal a bike. <laughs> what the fuck? And then I couldn't take it, so I take the bike lights. <gasps> while people were looking at me. Holy shit. Yeah. And then there's one time. It's crazy, because I actually, there's this gas station corner store. I actually got a job off the Zans. <laughs> no. Well, maybe because I wasn't shy. Um, as you as y'all can see in the beginning of the interview, I was pretty shy. You get more comfortable. Yeah, now yeah. I see you, yeah. Uh, like there's times when I'd wake up in at home and I got all this these stolen snacks in my in my jacket, literally like five honey buns, literally. And then one time, I guess I was talking to this guy that worked at Dunkin'. And he happened to be the manager. 
but I was slurring. I was like, hey, are y'all hiring? Or like some, and I guess I got a job off this hands, but shout out him. <laughs> you legend. Yeah, yeah, bro. The first dude. Yeah. The only, the only props I'll give to, listen, Zans didn't do nothing for me, but it did give me a job. <laughs> Cause it helped me because I don't know I wasn't shy. You were confident. You were like, Shit, I was you, confident. You got a job for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, cause he was just working alone. Like y'all hiring? Or like I was some dumb. And he's like, oh, we actually are. I was like, oh, okay. Bro, I love that story. Yeah, that's such a wholesome Zan story. Yeah. Most of the Zan stories are like, I woke up in jail. Yeah. You know, I got drugged. It's scary, terrible. bro. It's scary, man. But this is the most. That's the only wholesome Zan story I've ever heard. Yeah. So this is like in high school. Um, I want to say first, second year of college. Mm. Yeah, I just had a, like, you know, um, I didn't have a car yet. I didn't have money for weed, so I would just do that. And I don't know, I was just, I just had a lot of time on my hands. Just being the only child. Yeah, you mentioned being bored. Yeah, I'd be like... bored, so I'd eat at these gens or like, just, yeah, it was really unhealthy, man. And I'm thankful I like I got past that. And yeah, I'm it's just crazy, man. Like it's crazy how they prescribe you that. And Ain't you can it. black out from it, bro. Like they don't I mean, yeah, you can I'm sure they give you doses, but even off one you can still black out. What? Yeah. And they give kids that. Isn't that insane? Yeah, that's crazy. And it, they still do it. Yeah, they still do it. It, the thing about it is like it's hit or miss. Like it's not that like you don't know when it's gonna black out or not. Or you don't. It's like it's just like it's random. So yeah. it's like at least if, at least if you know it's gonna black you out every time, then it's like okay now you know what you get. But it's just like mm -hmm. it's that uncertainty of it where it's like I might not black out. So it's like it's almost like you want to yeah. do it almost for the thrill. Like yeah. what's gonna happen? And it's like like it's it, it was definitely fun when you weren't blacked out. Mm. But yeah, don't do Xanax, y'all. Did you experiment with Yeah, honestly. I did a lot of stuff, it was pretty bad. Um I definitely like since I'm a tense since I'm a tense person, I have a lot of anxiety, I definitely like I'd stick to downers more rather than uppers. I took like Molly and like like all those uppers, you know, stimulants. And I would just be extra Nervous. paranoid, bro, yeah, so oh, Molly? Yeah. Damn. My first time taking, I wasn't even at a concert. Like my friend just said, "You want some?" And then we were just like having a session in his room, and I'm just like, like a studio session. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Was the music fire? Yeah, it was decent. Like I started feeling more calm, but like, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm I'm just an anxious person, so I'm just like, mm. yeah. That's interesting because I hear Molly usually gets you out of your. Like, if you're anxious, it makes you yeah. outgoing. But coming, well, like going towards it, I started like kind of getting that panicky feeling. The come up. Mm -hmm. But when I was there in the music, I was feeling good. Yeah. That's insane how it's like these these substances like they almost almost they make you become another person. For no, that's. Like waking up, still on the bike. Like, yeah. is this me? This is what I've become. Yeah. It's just like and honestly, like in that phase, I really was a different person. You know, like I was stealing, bro. What the? You know, I can not raise like that. I wasn't. I know better than that. You know. 
It's bad. So what was like the wake up call from that? Was that I like crashed the... my car mm. into a pole with two of my friends. In it? Yeah. Yeah, I was off the Xanax. It was crazy. I was borrowing my uncle's car. He needed it for work. He was calling me because he needed it for work. I'm, I'm driving. My friend, passenger seat, my other friend in the back. No seat belts. We were trying to pick up some loud. It was a, it was a three-way intersection alley. And you know how they got those wooden poles? We're going down this way. And then, uh, like, yeah, we're all having a good time. Like, yeah, you know. And then I tell my friend, like, bro, it won't stop. Like, yeah, I'm like, bro, it won't stop. I, I told them that. We're trying to break. Huh? Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm trying to break. It won't stop, bro. And then he looks at me. Like, they're all just, like, looking at me. I'm the only one Zanned out here. Shit. They're all just high. I'm like, bro, it won't stop. And then probably from where the fridge is, I try to slam on it. I slam on the gas. Then boom. Like both of us, like it could have been so fucking horrible. Like my friend was in the middle. He's like, what's happening? Like, he's like, and then we just go. Oh, yeah. You had your seatbelt. Nah. No one had their seatbelt, but no one flew out the windshield, which is good. No glass was cracked. No one was hurt, but the car was hurt. How? Bro, you're blessed. And then I sobered up right when I, I sobered up right when it happened. I'm like, no. And then my uncle's like, I need the car. Are you almost home? And then, yeah, that was my last time taking his hands. And then I actually parked it on the corner to make it look like someone did a hit and run on it for when my uncle sees it. <laughs> He's like, and we almost fought. He, he like, we literally almost fought, like fist fight. He's like, you're telling me that someone, <laughs> he's like, someone did a hit and run on it. You tried to cap? Huh? You tried to yeah, cap? Yeah, yeah. Oh no. I parked it on a corner, but I hit a pole, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that was it. The last time he took Zan. Yeah. The reason I asked that is because, like, it's so easy with these drugs to say, oh, I'm just doing it for fun. Or, like, it's just a phase, I promise. Yeah. It's not temp It's not forever. Like, I'm just going to do it for, for now. And you keep saying that. But, like, just keep going. you keep doing it. Like, I'm, I hate to say it. Damn near something traumatic has to happen. Yeah. I hate to say it. Damn near something like either life threatening or like something or you lose a, you know what I'm saying? Like something really crazy has to happen for you to stop. Yeah. You know? And that's what sucks, man. Like sometimes that something crazy can be something permanent. So it's like you really don't want to test that. You don't. Talking about I'm having flashbacks. Back on, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. We talk, I come in, six in the morning. Hell yeah. I come down on my way. You feel me? We up there chopping it up. Actually working. But I, I would get to a point, you know? Doing good, cleaning up my kicks. And it's like, the, I start getting tired. You know what I'm saying? 
And then, like, you keep pushing me. You keep pushing yeah. me. And I, I want to give up. But, like, some, somewhere along the lines, like, and this, this doesn't always happen. But sometimes, like, you be like, damn. Like, I'll, like, turn to a beast. Yeah, like, I was beastful, like, damn, yeah. It's, it's inconsistent. Yeah. It will, like, happen once every month. But, like, sometimes I'm just in a beast mode. It's, like, killer mode. And yeah. it's, like, all the exhaustion just goes away. And it's just, yeah. like, kill, kill, and you kill. wouldn't have reached that if you didn't push yourself, you know? Exactly. Like, at what point did you reach... Did you realize that, oh, I have that in me to, like, keep going, even when there's, like, no gas tank left? Willpower, you know? Like, obviously, you wouldn't you wouldn't have reached that state if you didn't push yourself, you know? I feel like a lot of people stop, like what you were saying earlier, a lot of people stop before they could even reach their potential. Their beast mode state, you know? Like, people get a runner's high. Mm. I feel like I get, it's fun, bro. It's like... I love the technic technicality of like more of like boxing in general, you know, so much people think it's just fighting. That's just literally like I keep saying like chess, you know? Mm. Like you have yeah, you counter for this. There's so many so many ways to response. So So like there's a lot of people. They're getting into Muay Thai, they're getting into kickboxing. What is something that you see a lot of beginners, you know, mess up in? Or what's like a trend that you see, like a lot of beginners getting into it that they could do better? Definitely kicks. But kicks obviously, kicks obviously take a while. But um, I'm big on form, you know. You wouldn't want to work out. You wouldn't want to do a certain muscle group for a workout if you had bad form, you know. I'm more, I'm more looking into like, I don't want you to hurt your leg. Like remember, I'm, if you're going to kick, I want you to, I want your, the foot that's planted to step into the direction of where you're kicking so that you don't hurt your knee, you know, form. But I mean, obviously over time, if someone's, if like someone's looking over them, they'll know. Big thing. I actually had this bad habit too, keeping my chin up. You gotta keep your chin down. And mm. exhaling when you punch. Biggest thing. They always hold their breath. Why do you think people like do that? Why do people contract? <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they think that if they flex, it'd be stronger. You know? Mm. You're like bracing for it. You know? But breathing. Breathing, man. I've actually been looking into breathing exercises, uh, prepping for my fight. Been trying to breathe through my nose more. Even when I'm gassed, I try to breathe through my nose. Because mm. just like breathing through your mouth, it just has so much, so much, there's like a chain reaction of things that could happen. It's more efficient when you breathe through your nose. Like, mm. I don't want to, I don't know that much about it yet, but I don't want to, so far it's been helping me a lot. Mm. Control my gas tank too, stay especially staying calm. Cause if you find like for me at least when I find my state when I find myself almost in like a panicky panicky scenario, I'm like <sighs> like you're breathing through your mouth. But if you breathe through your nose, automatically more calm. More calm. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for sharing that. Cause I feel like. 
I'm gonna start getting back into it, and I'm gonna introduce you to some people, you know, who really. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Absolutely. Thanks for um, you know. So just like it's good to know, like beginners, babies, mm-hmm. they want to know like what to expect so they can prepare, you know. Yeah, so yeah. It's just good to always, you know, have that information. But also, I, I do want to speak on, you know, you you were um a bouncer. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's how we met. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> we were. I was in my uh, you know. Degenerate phase, you feel me? I have evolved now. Yeah, everyone, everyone had a bad phase. Absolutely, but uh, but like you know, you told me even then, you know, you got in some altercations, you know, once or twice, and you said a, a, a while ago. Yeah. You know, you know, so, so like what, what was different about those altercations where it's like anything could happen versus like sparring? Does that is because like, I haven't been in that many recently. Yeah. Like, since I was a kid, so you can't really compare a kid, like, an actual. Yeah. So, definitely, sparring is definitely more controlled, because it's not real fighting. In a street fight, though, there's no rules. People could bite. People could eye gouge. You know? Anything. People are drunk, too. You know? Um, sparring is definitely more controlled. Uh... It can definitely help you for a situation like that, but when it comes to a an altercation in like, in like a street setting, you just really need to be ready for anything, you know. Like, maybe you're you're used to only kicks, but this guy might headbutt you, so you have to be aware of everything. Number one thing, you always just wanna. De-escalate. Mm. Fighting's not the move, okay? Fighting's never the move. It's a good tool, but never use it unless you really need to, you know? Like, I know some fighters that are good, you know? They wouldn't hurt a fly, but they're so... F- they're OP, <laughs> you know? So that that's where you can see, too. Like, if someone's... With the experience, you become more humble. The people that are looking for stuff are more of like not not disciplined, you know. But yeah, you just need to watch out for scenarios. You always want to de-escalate, but you want to be ready. So that's why I remember when every time we train, I always try to put you in a scenario like, all right, bro, like I'm not gonna let you breathe. Yeah. Like I appreciate push that. me away, you know. Like, I'm trying to put you in a situation where you're uncomfortable. You're not always going to be comfortable, you know? Yeah. With sparring helps. Sparring helps a lot. Because mm. pads, I like to say this analogy a lot. Pads, it's like your sharpening tool, you know? But when it comes to sparring, you got to learn how to use it, you know? They're not going to stay in the same place like pads. No, that's a good analogy. Yeah, and um, I all I would always have these dreams, but even before fighting, where I get into a fight and I wouldn't know how to fight, or like my punches were soft. Right. And sparring has definitely helped me a lot because when you, I'm sure when you get like into an altercation, you get the jitters, you're like adrenaline, you can't really think straight. So you don't know if you're going to fight as good as how you practice. You never know. But with that fight IQ from sparring, that's when 
you'll work you'll be more more efficient if you were to be in a fight mm. but yeah you can stay away from street fights unless you have to but you need to be aware that there's so many more factors that can happen they could have a weapon mm. they could have a brick Mm-hmm. They can take you down. That's my thing. I need to learn jujitsu because I'm just striking, you know. Like, I can, I could have the biggest ego in the world looking for someone to fight, but if they know jujitsu and I don't, I'll get my ass whooped. So there's levels, man. Where where would you say you said de-escalate? Yeah. You know, some situations. What 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 is the situation that's like? I might have to beat that ass. Like, what's the situation where it's like there's no backing off, there's no, or are there, or is every situation like where do, where does it cross the line for you? Where okay. it's like I'm gonna have to fight this person. If, cause, I mean, when when the law comes into it, that's when you know it's not worth it. You know, like beating someone up because they deserved it, but getting charged for it is not worth it. Losing some, like, getting something stolen is not like if they were to steal my phone but they wanted to fight for it and they had like a knife take my phone you know I don't care but if they're like disrespecting like a, like my cousin or like my mom or like you know I wouldn't do it right away I'd give them warnings de-escalate figure it out like that's what helped me um be, being a security like uh if it wasn't for becoming a, a bouncer, I wouldn't know how to de-escalate certain things, you know? I would just, oh, wouldn't what, you know? But definitely, if, even if someone's being racist, bro, I know it sucks, you know? Ignorance sucks. But if you give them two warning, three strikes are out. That's me. Three strikes mm -hmm. are out. You stand by that? Yeah. But if they're just telling me, I don't care, but if they're doing like if, they, if we're at like a club setting, they're doing some, and there's already a warning, then that's when I'll do something. I'll step up. I wouldn't do anything if they're doing anything towards me, but if it's a if it's a loved one, and I gave them a warning, then that's where I cross the line. Mm -hmm. It's it's like, and you talked about that. You said one of the reasons, you know, you know, because like. Just you wanted to feel stronger. You wanted to feel more confident in yourself to yeah. protect your loved ones. Yeah. Like I have a, like I have a single mom. You know, I want to be able to be there for her. You know, she has a lot of pride in me. And um, if anyone messes with her, you know, like I'm not gonna. Did that come from like being in situations where you witness things and it's like yeah. you, you couldn't do nothing at the time? Yeah. That that's where I had a, I had a lot of issues of standing up for myself. I had so many issues where I could have stood up for myself, but I didn't have, I didn't have the courage to. Like, I was always so, I would just pent it up. And like, oh, I would just go in my room and just punch the wall or something. But yeah, like, um, yeah, certain, certain upbringings really is what makes you want to like be prepared for certain scenarios, you know? Like, I'm never going to let, See, if someone's talking to you, bro, I'll step up. I got you, you know? Someone's talking to me, I don't care. Go ahead. That's what I love, man. You know? That's just who you are. Like, yeah. I, I get that vibe from you. Just like even when I first met you, like yeah. everybody else was like out for themselves. But you, yeah. you, you always had that degree of like 
care for others, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, is it a skill that can be learned? Maybe, but I feel like to an extent, you know, you just had that. You yeah. just you just care a lot, you know, and it's yeah. and it shows, man. Appreciate you, bro. No, and I'm I'm glad that like you were able to shine that light to others. <clears throat> it has there ever been times where like people in the past who've like didn't believe in you or like transgressed or like and it's like as you know, they see you, you know, you own you know, you you yeah. being productive, you you know, people are taking pride in you, yeah. you know. Do they do they try to come back around and if they yes or no and if they do like how do you react to that? Well, I'm sure I got some family that didn't believe in me just because of from how I was, you know, and like from like who I was around. But like them, I actually just got accepted into nursing school, bro. Like, like man, that's a big step for me. Now know? I remember you grinding for that for yeah. a long time. Like, I'm not talking, and this is pretty deep, but uh, my uh, my biological dad, he uh, he left my mom for a nurse. And like, to him, it was a flex because she would buy him anything he wanted. I'm like, bro, you're not even working for your shit. Why are you flexing that, you know? But it's whatever, you know? Um, to me... Me becoming a nurse is just like, I don't even care about what other people think anymore, but to me at least, like, bro, what, bro? Like, literally, I had all the odds against me, and, like, I'm thankful. That's why I'm so thankful, bro, because I've seen the light. You're always like, smiling, man. Yeah. You're always smiling. Like, I'm I'm thankful. Even if going bad, man, I'm still thankful. Like, yeah, the biggest thing, man, that nursing program. And when I told my aunts about that on my dad's side, they couldn't. I knew they couldn't believe it, bro. They see me with all these tattoos. They're like, he's not going to be a nurse. He's not going to be a nurse. Like, they seen these. My, I got to redo them. Like, the nails, and he's not going to be a nurse. Because um, I, I definitely had bad grades back then. I literally had, like, straight Ds. And when I lived in... When I lived, when I was staying with my dad, I'd be scared to show him my grades. So I would just show my aunt. And though she was there for me, I knew she'd kind of be like, he's dumb. You know? Shout out her for being there for me. Because I was too scared to show my dad. But that kind of gave her the, the label like, oh, this guy's going to go nowhere. And look at me now, you know? No, nah, man, that's, and like you say, you can't always blame them, yeah. you know, because yeah. it's like, you, no, yeah. you at the time, yeah. you know, Loki, how could they have known, Yeah, you know, but it's also a, a wonderful lesson, you know, I came across this quote a few days ago, Yeah, it was like, don't try to change people, you know, you're in a relationship with someone, or a friendship, Yeah, and it's like, if you're the one who's complaining all the time, yeah. it says you should be the one that should change. Basically, the person who wants to change should make the change. Mm -hmm. You know, like if somebody's staying the same, mm -hmm. you shouldn't accuse them of not staying the same. Because let's be real. If someone stays the same, they must be kind of comfortable where they at. Yeah. There's that, there's that line of like, you may judge people and be like, he doesn't look happy or like he looks overweight. But like, a like it, there are people who are like, unhealthy or live unhealthy lifestyles who are not happy but a lot of times 
people, we're not so different. We're really not so different. Yeah, yeah. All it takes, like, someone could be on the street. Someone could be a, I don't know how to say the word, but quote-unquote loser. Yeah. And it's, everyone has that spark. Yeah. And they can beast mode. Boom, yeah. Just like that. Everybody has it inside yeah. of them. So it's like, you know, it's easy to be like, oh, well, that person, they must not be suffering enough. Because if yeah. they did, they would fucking... So they obviously hadn't got that, you know, that yeah, drive yeah. or something. And not the drive, not that they don't have the drive, but the, that thing or that uncomfortableness yeah. hasn't been uncomfortable enough yeah. for them to change. You know what I'm saying? So by you doing all of that, you know, and I love how, how, like, you know, you're not resentful about that. I love how you've shown that growth and that maturity, yeah. you know? And that's all, like, that's all they need. That's all you need. Like, instead of people trying to force people to change, just like, no, you just doing you and, like, killing at life, yeah. that is enough. You'll even see people who, like, have been caught in, like, vicious cycles of, yeah. like, st stagnancy, never growing. Yeah. You know, they'll be like, damn, if if this person who we didn't believe in got on it, what's my excuse? Yeah. And you'll inspire people. So, like, you just doing you, is enough. Yeah. That's all you got to do. That that'll inspire you. Like you be the one in your family. You know what I'm saying? To like, to take it to the next level. And I love yeah. that. Appreciate you, bro. No, anytime, man. Yeah, man. You put it that way. It really, like, it really showed me. Cause it's like I couldn't even. I can't. I couldn't even see myself like getting to this point. You know, back then I was just always like just down, depressed. But yeah, man. Shout out. Shout out Muay Thai, you know, and stuff. And also, I'm thankful for all the, all the, new people I've met throughout the years. Definitely, changed me. And like, it's made me thankful. Cause y'all didn't have to take me in, you know. That's beautiful, man. More yeah. blessings. Yeah. More love. What? Well, as we conclude, what are some some things that that you're working on? Cause I know. You know, you really like you're interested in a lot of different things, and you yeah. got your new career in nursing. Yeah, like yeah. that's yeah, check mark. I, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of exciting things. So, I, so what's in the future? Like, how are you gonna? Cause man, now now you it's like like you've been working, but now it's like now you got the career and you got the hobby. Like, did you think about how you gonna balance that and like? Yeah, um, honestly, shout out being a nurse and stuff, but I'm not trying to be like the usual nurse. If anything, mm. I'll be a cannabis nurse. You know, but I do wanna learn how to help people and I was and like you know there's always in a, when it comes to amateur fights there's always a nurse there mm, so I maybe I could even do that um, a lot of ways I'm still thinking of how I can intertwine those two but definitely I know right now it's grind time because I'm preparing for this fight April 16 um, mark your calendars oh yeah but I know I'm once, gonna come to that one. I'm gonna come to that one. But once I'm in the nursing program, it's 16 months. But I know once I'm in it, I'm not gonna be able to train as much. But that's why I'm just going crazy now, you know. Um, I'm definitely trying to do more fights. Might be in September. Um, shout out hidden characters, you know, Nico, Apple. They show nothing but love, man. They've been like mentors to me. We're trying to do this thing called S Rank Fight Club. It's gonna be a, um, it's gonna be kind of like Muay Thai clothing, you know, like Muay Thai shorts. Mm. Yeah. That's sexy. Yeah, it's gonna come up, man. I got you hand wraps. Man, my boy Nico, that man's that man's crazy, man. He's on some other stuff. Sounds too. like somebody I love to have on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. 
But yeah, um, definitely trying to get some music when I got more time. But you never know. Like, I sometimes I'm pretty spontaneous. Like I like, I like surprising people. Like this was spo- I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I thought you weren't gonna have time to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's gonna accept it. Yeah, I like being spontaneous. Like, I'd be low key, but if someone asked me to do it, I'm gonna do it. Like, I haven't done music in a while. But I, someone was doing this performance in a coffee shop. And I was like, do it. Not a lot of people know I, can, I sing. Or I try to sing. But then, yeah, I did it. And then now I got a fight coming up. And then, damn. Yeah. And then, nursing program, boom. I just like, not that I'm trying to get recognition from people. But I just like being spontaneous with it, you know? Like what you said, I like. It can inspire people. But yeah. Like, it inspired me too. Like, you be you started off with music, then you got the podcast. You're doing so much, bro. You know? And you got your job. Gratitude. You're an engineer. <laughs> right? With the, like, Gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. I, I do I do a lot. It's just, honestly, yeah. I don't know where I have the energy to do it, but yeah. it's, just, it's just like people like you, you know? Mm-hmm. Just seeing you, like, your story is crazy. Your story, it just tells me, like, you know, I haven't experienced loss like that, you know? And, like, for you to come back from all of that. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not a, something to be overlooked, you know? And that, you are inspiring people just by being here. I just want to let you. you know that. Like, just your presence. You know, that alone, just, just still standing here, yeah. you know, despite the adversity. Mm-hmm. You know, that that does miracles. But, um, did you have anything else you wanted to, to say? What's mm-hmm. something to... That you want to let the the listeners know. So since uh, I know we, you said you kind of shifted this podcast for more of the. Let's help young men. Let's get help on young, the- I, You know what really helped? I'm gonna drop something for y'all. <clears throat> what really helped me get out of my shell? I was always so insecure. I got this birthmark. I did. I was fat. Not to interrupt. I thought that was a tattoo. Yeah. So it's like you be in your head, but I'm thinking that's a cool tattoo. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. I had so many people comment on this. I look like a chocolate chip, all that. But but from all that all that bullying is what made me so insecure and stuff. Um what really helped me was I was so worried. I was so worried about what people thought of me. I'm putting my mind into their mind, right? I'm basically out of my own mind. Yeah. So at the end, it's crazy, man. Like, I was so, I wouldn't do certain stuff because I didn't want to be judged. You know? I wouldn't want to, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to join sports because I didn't want to be judged, you know? I, I didn't know if I was good enough, you know? And, now just really from what I've experienced it's and it's like back then I I didn't want to be I didn't want to stick out you know back then um you didn't want to be different now it's like everyone's trying to be different you know notice that yeah but yeah man that's that's the biggest thing man and just know that no matter what you could always bounce back cuz I thought I was at my worst and I thought I passed my peak. And say I'm in the best shape right now, you know? Looking a little spiffy, might yeah. I say. <laughs> <laughs> Never limit yourself. 
like um so me think like don't think of your life as an experiment but you would want to be curious like for me i thought when i was when i was pretty swollen and stuff i thought i looked good at 220 mm. right now i'm at 180 and i feel good you know don't limit yourself like life's way too short always be in the present it's easier said than done yeah. you know <clears throat> but you can never let your emotions take over because you never know when the other person is still going to be there. Yeah. Man, that's deep. Oh, yeah. That's bars, man. Words to live by. Words to die by. Yes, um, sir. With that being said, can I still get in this cross? <laughs> yes, we can. 20, yes, 2008 America. Yes, yes we can. <laughs> never forget. Um. With that being said, like, wait, before I say that, I just want to say this cheesy quote. Your breakdown is your breakthrough. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, moving it on. It is, it is. <laughs> listen, listen. Um, but that being said, stay hydrated. Stay breathing in that good-ass oxygen. <sighs> Pranayama, heavy yeah. on that. And most importantly, most importantly, stay basic. You are listening to First Kiss by yours truly. My puberty finally hit Freshman year made a promise to have my first kiss Stomach growling so I head out the door Bump directly to this chick right at the front door I shot my shot, said my name, I'm a dope Said, where you coming from? She said, straight from the store Said for show, said slide to the skate And don't set her eyes lit up She probably an acrobat I play it cool and get six on the dash She said she'll move shit around and make time just for that we hit the ice and had her skates late She put my hand around her waist We just couldn't keep space In a moment all else is erased Queen Elsa the way she let it go and let me chase Holding hands while we glide puppy love shit She said she feeling it but she really gotta dip I'm the Tarzan to her Jane Katara to my avatar She used to call me Aang First kids marriage I could go down the list But nothing quite like that bliss from your first kiss I'm the Tarzan to her Jane Katara to my avatar She used to call me Aang First kids marriage I could go down the list But nothing quite like that bliss from your first kiss why she holding back? I don't understand. Got a plan set. I'ma get close to the friend. Link at the cafeteria. Prepared to show my hands. Had to clarify some things for I made my advance. Does your friend have a do or man of interest? She said, get your feelings hurt. Go ask her, be my guest. Plot thickened when she told me she had better half. I was selfish. Tried to drift her off the faithful path. I let out a laugh. Hit my feelings high in mass. But when she look at me, stimulate my lower half. Got me feeling like a first pick. In the NFL draft Where she had my heart sprung Could've really used a cast <gasps> Reignite that spark See that glint She's staring in my eyes uh, Really giving hints I get butterflies Feel my gut wrench See her leaning in That's my first kiss I'm the Tarzan to her Jane Katara to my avatar She used to call me Aang First kiss marriage I could go down the list But nothing quite like that bliss From your first kiss I'm the Tarzan to her Jane Katara to my avatar She used to call me Aang First kiss marriage I could go down the list But nothing quite like that bliss From your first kiss